Spanning the globe to bring joy to one and all. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Writing the wrongs. That's what I'm talking about. Your daily dose of positive nuggets. Oh, I'm so happy. I can't even feel my arms. A show for the faint of heart. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Spreading sprinkles of knowledge as far as the eye can see. You is talking loco, and I like it. Jay Daniels. Well, there's nothing like experimenting. Kevin James. My life is good. Really good. Producer Slim. It's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't care. And anyone else who wants to work for free. It's Spokane's official morning show. Jay and Kevin. Hello, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and adults of all ages and sizes. Hello and hi there. It is I, the Righteous Reverend J.D. Daniels, broadcasting a live from beautiful downtown Spokane, Washington, 99201. Live from Studio C, second floor, Digital World Broadcast Center of the KXOI building. Guys, it is a Thursday. We're halfway through April. It's April 15th, 2021, and welcome. Here's a little song I wrote. Fake taxes due day, man. Right. <laughs> I like that. It was funny because it actually hit me yesterday where I saw, you know how one of those you just don't pay attention? If you would have asked me yesterday, mm-hmm. early in the day, what's today's date? I think I would have said like April 9th, one of those where I just lost track. I mm-hmm. haven't had anything on my calendar that mattered where I paid attention to the date. And I would have been like, that's like April 9th or something. And then all of a sudden it was the 14th. And just for a moment... From years of training, I was like, oh, man, my taxes are due. Right. And I thought, no, they're not. We have another month. You're fine. It's all good. You're Thanks, fine. man. I mean, then just on May 16th, you can be like, gosh, dang, our taxes are due tomorrow. Yes, that, oh, guaranteed that will still happen. Yeah, you're it's still not like I'm going to get them done before that. Yeah, not like you're all of a sudden going to be responsible no. or crying out loud. I did the same thing I do every year. I started looking and realized I owed money and said, well, there you yeah, go. I'll I'm check not finishing them. Yeah. Yep. See you later. Check you later, government. Thanks for nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, Thanks. say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. I've got something on my mind today. All right. And I want to know your opinion about it. Uh, the Big Mac started... The thing, I think in the hamburger world anyways, and they're the only ones who do it with the three pieces of bread. Okay. And then I started thinking about a club sandwich and how the club sandwich uses three pieces of bread and toasted. Would you, that is one of the greatest sandwiches, underrated sandwiches. Why don't we do more sandwiches that way? Why can't we have like a giant BLT or a, hmm. you know, a grilled cheese sandwich that way, or maybe just your favorite, you know, meat, cheese, whatever you want to pile on it, sandwich toasted with all the other stuff and three pieces of bread. Am I onto something good here or am I just crazy talking? Uh, I, that's too much bread for me. I always feel like it is, too, until they cut it up into the little triangles like they do. Well, that, I think, is the and key. And put the toothpick through it. Yeah, that's the key And it's the toasted. I don't. There's something about it that then makes it feel, can you eat more toast than bread? I can. Yes. Yeah, of course, yes. Why is that? It's um, the same thing. It's compacted. No, it's not. <laughs> I think it is. Isn't, isn't it? that funny, though? Because Wait, it, you know I, what? I it doesn't dry way. your mouth out as much? I don't know. Slim, does that it dry be? your mouth out as much, or does it not? 
I mean, so, uh, yeah, and I'm with you, Jay. I don't like all the bread. It's almost too much so, bread. But is I, it different if it's, it's toasted? I, it's the thing I don't like about the Big Mac, which is one of my favorite hamburgers ever. I don't want the extra piece of bread. I'm a, I'm a bread minimalist. It's not that I don't like it. I love it. So but do you I just don't like a lot of it? Do you dislike the club sandwich for some reason? Yeah, uh, like the Big Mac is probably a bad example. Although that uh, middle pat, that middle piece of bread is so thin that it almost doesn't count. Yeah, because Kev, I was gonna say the reason I don't think we're, I would do more club sandwiches is because I don't like them. You don't like them at all. No, I do not like. I don't like a lot of bread. I like a lot of. I like a lot of filling. I like a lot of stuff. It's yeah. why my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches look ridiculous because yes. there i try to make more peanut butter and jelly than there is actual bread and that's hard to do <laughs> well you just it see a picture hard. of a club sandwich and you're like it has the most filling of any sandwich in the world and the reason why is it has more opportunity to have more filling because it has another piece of bread to hold it all together and i just always think about and maybe it's just good memories. I might I might just mm-hmm. have to say it's from good memories of being a kid and the restaurant in Harrington and the golf course both had a club, club sandwich that were so gigantic and good and it was the only thing I ever wanted to get if I didn't get a hamburger. It was like that club sandwich and somehow cutting it into the little triangles made it easy to eat the bread. I've and never seen a toasted. club sandwich that wasn't cut into triangles. That's a good point. That's yeah, it's crazy. If, yeah, I, I don't that's think you do To me, that's the best feature of it is the it fact is. that it's you can grab it. And, it, and it, Kevin, it also is probably associated with some sort of gathering that was fun or a party or, you know, because now that I think about it, I've, I can't even imagine what a club sandwich looks like without being cut into triangles. It must be gigantic. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think they do it, right? I don't wow. think it's possible. It is not possible to eat. No, you've got to at least gigantic. At least you have to cut it corner to corner, so that it makes a triangle. If you're going to not cut it into actual a lot of uh, into four triangles, you've got to at least go corner to corner, so you get two triangles. And then you've got to have the deadliest <laughs> thing in sandwich eating: a gigantic toothpick. <laughs> yes, I know, but I I loved that toothpick. And they used to put an olive on it at the restaurant. And that was always like the best. Wow. Like you would pull the toothpick out, eat the olive, and get after your sandwich. What is your guy's go-to homemade sandwich right now? Or or just maybe in this, general. What's your go-to homemade? I've made one every day this week. It's just, and I don't know why. I, I think because it's quick and I've been in kind of a hurry for lunch. It's been just two pieces of bread, butter, peanut butter, honey. Whoa. With the butter in there as as a kind of throw-in, I like it. The butter makes it less uh, sticky in your mouth. Okay. Butter, peanut butter, honey. Yep. I I made peanut butter and honey for the first time for Amelia the other day, and it was just one of those things where I didn't have any other food here, and I was like, what can I put together? Man, how easy is it, though, huh? Has some peanut butter. I have some honey. Let's put those together, and I made it. And how happy was she? How messy was her hair, do you think? I could imagine. <laughs> it was She's done. not eating with her hair. She's just using her oh, hair as a napkin. man. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It was just <laughs> one of those you realize, oh, yeah, I'm 50, and I still end up like an hour later going, why do I have honey on my elbow? Yeah, honey is does it's tend to get a lot unreal. of places. Yeah, and well, you realize a one-year-old, that doesn't work at no, all. No, it's so good, though. Gosh, dang it. Some, I wish I had a go-to sandwich. I haven't had a sandwich made at home. In 
years. I, I just don't do sandwiches ever. And it's a real bummer because I do like them. Uh, my answer for this will be anyone that my mom cuts in half and puts in a Ziploc bag for my <laughs> right, lunch. Yeah, and it better be diagonal. Yeah. Oh, man, those are. it just makes a sandwich better. Well, that's how you eat it. I mean, I had one the other day that I tore the other way. I just tore it. The, the peanut butter one, I just was like, I'm not going to cut that. I just tore it, and I tore it like, well, I guess, what do you call that? Just deadly in half, like just... And then I thought, that's a terrible way to eat a sandwich. It needs yeah, to be corner is. to corner. It fits in your it mouth does. better. It just is the best way to eat a sandwich. Slim, what is your go-to sandwich at your house? Okay, so I, I've got to say it's it's probably peanut butter and jam. That's probably the most made sandwich for myself. I, I, I really like that. I make myself that a lot. But I've been doing bread, mayo, a kind of a hot mustard, like a mm-hmm. spicier than Dijon mustard, oh. and then turkey and jalapenos. Oh my! And that's it. Oh my! God. And that's been Great. a staple for the last week <sighs> because we stumbled upon some some turkey lunch meat. We I, I always forget to to have that, and I I snagged it. So I I've audibled the last week from the PB and J into the the turkey with the jalapenos and hot mustard and mayo. It's so good. That's a championship. The- That's a championship. Oh, it's so good, man. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Will the real Slim B stand up? Hello? 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 Producer Slim. Good morning, guys. That is great. Oh, my God. Uh, real Slim. Real Slim. I have to ask you. <laughs> you uh, the real Slim, please stand up. He's real Slim. Real Slim, would you please tell me what kind of bread you have? How many grains does it have? What are we oh. dealing with your bread? I mean, I feel like it started at like five grain bread, went to nine grade bread. Now there's like 19 grain bread. I, I just don't even know how many grains we have. Oh, Kevin, that's a great question you asked there, friend, because I only buy Dave's Killer Bread. Oh, they, Dave's. Man, he's popular. They sponsor the Blazers, and I am a big fan. Oh. Of, if you oh, really? like something, support their sponsors. Am I right or am I right, guys? That's great. Coyote yes. Country. Yep. So we've got a lot of advertisers here today. I would recommend supporting at least one of them. Yeah. That's why we're still on the radio. That's a great idea. So I, I do the Dave's Killer Bread because they sponsor the Blazers and my favorite basketball team, and we do. Kevin, you got it right. A lot of grains. 21 whole 21. grains. 21. Seeds. And seeds. And yes. seeds. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how many grains it actually has, but the end seeds part is yes. where you're going to get a lot of those numbers. Yes. Please do not leave out the seeds. Yeah, they put 21 whole grains in a lot in bold, assuming that you think there's going to be 21 whole grains, but then it says end seeds, and yes. you look at the top of the of the bread, and you say, well, I can count at least 15 seeds right now. Yeah, it's just covered so in seeds. We are now down to a, a min- like a maximum of six grains. The, that bread's great, and it takes two people to lift one loaf. Just, yeah, it's good. I, yeah. I, really, yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Go Blazers. All right, very good. Very popular. And what's the story again? He killed somebody or something, right? Really? It's on the bag. You've read the story of Dave, haven't you? Uh, I have not. No. I'm looking here. The story of Dave Dahl and his killer bread. Dave Dahl's killer bread. I thought he was a musician. I don't know. I can't remember. Dave Dahl wasn't quite himself. Blah, blah, blah. Killer, 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 killer. No, I don't see a whole lot more than that. (laughs) Kevin, what are you doing? Wait, it might Uh, be. There's there's a long story here. He's in jail or something. Oh, that's terrible. He's got good bread, though. Man, no, I mean it's not terrible if he got out and he he reformed himself and he made himself into a good man who makes good bread. Huh. I mean that's true. 
I mean, I that's the way you want those stories to go. Yeah, well, I don't think he. I don't know if he killed anyone. I'm gonna say yeah. he didn't, just so we're covered. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he did either. Maybe, but I think that he was in jail or something. I'm making up wow. some stuff here. <laughs> I don't eat that bread, but I swear I've read that story. Hey, you know what we can do? Huh. Let's. You want to give a call to our old, an old friend? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Which... One of you guys just real quick. Dial up our old coworker Mark Furman and let's see. If he has the scoop on Dave's <laughs> killer My bread. My phone is acting up. I cannot. Is find it Furman? His call us, bud. We haven't talked to you in probably sixteen years, fifteen years. But mm. Fur- Fermi boy, give us a call, man. Fermi boy. Fermi boy, give us a call, man. We love it. We would love to hear from you. Uh, if the phone don't quit or something like that, the phone, I don't know how the phrase goes, God, but you know it, Mark. And so just give us a call, bud, and let us know if you know the tale of Dave's Killer Bread. That's a shout-out. Mark Furman, call us. Thanks, bud. Thanks. Rank, rank your favorite marks. Few. Mm-hmm. The Bible one. Mm, yep. That's probably far enough. Funky, bunk, funky Bunch one. <laughs> Marky Mark. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Did either of you guys do an IQ test during the commercial? Kevin James. I did not know. No, I kept trying to find one, but I wasn't smart enough to find one. (laughs) The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Audio Vault time brought to you by Campfire of the Inland Northwest. So many things to cover here inside the Audio Vault, including a bet I lost, but I need to start on a throwback Thursday. Kevin, with some help. Okay. Because I love our good friend Jolene. She texts a lot. She's great. We love Jolene. Mm -hmm. But she's got my head in a blender because as I try to work through this world that is country music and try to just get myself in a position where my brain is right. Kev, Jay played. What song was that you played from the 90s? Don't Let Our Love Start Slipping Away from Vince Gill. Okay. A little Vince Gill to kick off Throwback Thursday. I thought last week we had great throwbacks. They included... All my exes live in Texas. Oh, George, classic. They include, I like it, I love it, Tim McGraw. Kevin, you had what? Uh, Leroy Parnell, Love Without Mercy. <laughs> wow. Had, um, wow, Kevin. Oh, Jay, I, I pulled deep. I yeah, heard that's... it on the Oregon coast, wow. and I it was so good, I had to share it with the world, yeah. and Slim fell in love with it as well. Yeah. You uh, had a song by How Catch Him. How Catch Him. That's funny. Yeah. I saw Hal Ketchum's name pop up today, and I was thinking about playing here's, the throwback. Here's the text, and this is why I can never keep up. I never know what's up. I never know what's down. Jolene said, thank you for playing real throwbacks. Slim failed last week. Oh, no. I, I would no, I would have thought Jolene. that if I played All My Exes Live in Texas, it was the ultimate in throwbacks. Yeah, that's and already a I have a win. no idea yeah. where I'm. I, I just don't know. What to do? I think I'm not accepted into in knowing anything about country music ever. I think that's just where it lies. Well, I, I don't. I think that is part of the problem. Like they're they're uh, prejudiced towards you with your country music knowledge. But yeah, it's unfair. Your songs were certainly throwbacks. They may have been very like well known ones or easy. Mm. Like is that what Jolene wants? She wants a like. A deep cut throwback, or like a you know, what was that one we played? The, a song that you would hear said, any other time. What was the one we played that people said was real that people liked that Brandon liked? It was by that chick. Oh, Jamie O'Neill. Uh, oh, Arizona? Angels? No, ain't no, no Arizona. No, nope. angels, uh, angels, angels among when us. I think or something about like that. angels. I think, think about, about you. you. 
And the reason, and it was from the year 2000, and I thought, man, that was, I lived in Venezuela yeah. that, that long ago. Well, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know which way's up. I can't keep up. I feel bad. And that's why throwbacks are a slippery slope, because they're like, they're old, and some people are like, oh, I love that. And other people are like, either I never heard it, or that's terrible sounding. There's such like, a, you know, it's diverse. Uh, next time. When Jay's out next time, I'm br- we're bringing it even harder next time, Kev, with our throwbacks. I mean, I'm... I even played a snippet of Jerry Reed. Oh, which one? I said, this is the song I wish I could play. Oh. <laughs> but I couldn't. Amos Moses, the greatest song in the history of country music. That might be an exaggeration, but. Well, the greatest <laughs> song ever? Uh, oh, yeah, that, that that is definitely not it an exaggeration. It might be opinions like that that don't help you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe. It's so is. good, man. Maybe. It's so stinking good. Okay. Well, hey, these, these guys will eventually be throwbacks, and I lost a bet with them. I mean, it's, it's just if, – if you had asked me four or five months ago, will this band ever tour together, I would have said, again, I would have said, nope, they're done. I'm buying the hype. Oh. But here was FGL talking to Michael Strahan on Good Morning America yesterday. So what are you guys most looking forward to when it's time to get back on the road? Man, I think we're just excited to connect with our fans, uh, to play these songs live and just feel that energy of, you know, traveling the country and meeting people and and getting to play these these songs every night. It's something that we live for. It's, It's a big part of who we are. And. We hadn't got to do it in a year and a half, so we uh, we miss it. We miss it bad. All right. They also haven't been able to do interviews live <laughs> in a while, which I'm sure Michael Strahan and the gang is like, let's get back to those. Those will be great. But FGL talking together on Good Morning America about getting back out on the road and doing their thing. I, I swear to you, boys, I-, I thought that they were done. I really did. I thought all the stuff last year was just going to be the end of FGL, and they were going to become solo acts, and that was going to be fine. But I'm wrong. They're touring. They're together. I, I missed that one. Well, I mean, the allure of a large sum of money can sometimes overcome a difference of political opinions. Yeah, that's a good True. That's a good point. I mean, it just can. You're just like, guys, let's just stop fighting, and then let's just go have fun on the road. And we really do like each other, so we'll just keep all that other stuff out of it. We'll be fine. And maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah, I, I, and it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to watch them. I, I'm I'm all in on them. I really like their music. I really like their concerts. Their concerts are high energy. They're, they're just a big party, so it'll be good to have FGL back out on the road, bringing some energy, hopefully to an area near us, maybe even in our city in the next in the next year. Okay, oh, gosh, I've got a couple things. I guess we'll, I'll save Masked Singer for a little bit later. Okay. Because we had a moment in Masked Singer last night we are now where we now can watch with bated breath because a musician got booted off last night. Ooh. We won't say who it is yet, but now we're at that point where there's still like six or seven people left and a musician just got kicked Ouch. off. So yeah, who is going to beat the musician because that will set them in their place on here's how good of a singer you actually are. But Kevin mentioned it randomly at the beginning of the show, and I wanted to play this because I saw this earlier today. McDonald's opened today. The first McDonald's opened today in 1955. Kevin mentioned the Big Mac. Yeah. Are you ready for one of the very first McDonald's commercials? Yes. This will be great. Featuring former Today Show weatherman Willard Scott as Ronald McDonald. He was the first. He was the first Ronald McDonald. I. I, Why didn't I know that? that. Really, Kevin? Yeah. Oh, Oh, for sure. Why don't I know that? That's awesome. I. I I just want to say this. This is an old-sounding commercial. 
Hosting the world's newest, silliest, and hamburger eating as clown, Ronald McDonald. Now, where is that clown? Oh, Ronald Donald. Hey, Ronald. Try him, kid. Hey, isn't watching TV fun? Especially when you got delicious McDonald's hamburgers. Ronald, you can't be on TV and watch it at the same time. Now, come on and meet the boys and girls. Oh, we've already met. I know we're going to be friends, too, because I like to do everything boys and girls like to do. Willard Scott, the original Ronald McDonald, okay. the hamburgerist eating clown. Help me out with this, Kevin. He was already on TV as a weatherman? No. He was just a clown first? I don't know. No, I think he was the weatherman, no if way. I remember right. Is that no, true? I, yeah, I think he was the weather guy <laughs> already really? and was Ronald McDonald. I just remember pictures of him as Ronald. Oh, my gosh. No, yeah, he had to be famous. Otherwise, how would I have any idea who it was? Well, okay. I mean, you could look back at it and know that he was famous. Yeah, here, here's the deal. I'm going to give you his, his trajectory of what I'm seeing here. Okay. He was... The uh, did a radio show from fifty five to seventy two. Joy Joy Boys Radio Show, Joy NBC Boy. WRC Radio in somewhere. I don't know where that is. Is it? Uh, he was also in the Navy. Okay. Then he went on to a couple Washington. It must have been in Washington D.C. Then he went on to a couple Washington D.C. TV shows. Okay, children's television programs, right. which catapulted him into Ronald McDonald. In the 60s, and then he wasn't on the Today Show until 1980. Oh, wow. So he became famous from doing radio and kids' television programs in Washington, D.C. I got you. Those kids' programs turned him into a candidate for Ronald McDonald. He was the first Ronald McDonald. And then Ronald McDonald is what catapulted him into the Today Show, which is (laughs) spectacular. That's great. Okay, I mean, that that trajectory makes sense. I was, But I thought, wow, could you just imagine, you know, it's like, Whoever's doing the weather now on there. He is still alive, and he is 87 years old. Like so Ginger Z God. becomes the next Wendy or something. I don't know. Right, exactly. It just doesn't seem like that would make sense. There is your audio vault. A little old school Ronald McDonald for you there. On a Thursday, it is the 15th day of April, fake, ta- fake tax day 2021. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. And I guarantee you that within the next 365 days, we will have... Chick-fil-A coming to Spokane officially. Kevin James. If we do not, I will allow you to tar and feather me. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. All right, fellas, let's do it. and Ryan Hurd, how are you? We're good. How are you? Well, I, I decided something that I think I might want to celebrate my birthday with you next time after reading about your birthday celebration because I saw where you said pasta, babies, and wine, which I thought was great and also the working title of a song. But then I was confused when Ryan said cake and margaritas. That must have been a heck of a party. Yeah, I we had a wonderful time celebrating Marin's birthday. She's had two years in a row where she's had a, a pandemic birthday, so uh, we're definitely excited to get out and really celebrate one uh, for, for the first time in a while. Okay, 
but being home in a pandemic with a baby, I, we, we're, I'm going through the same thing, and you get to witness everything. You get to see everything. So last great milestone your guys' child has hit. This morning he was dancing in his high chair to Notorious B.I.G., so that was a new one. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, I like a lot of parents. A lot of parents go with walking, rolling, and that. It's like, no, he, he got down with Biggie, so we're in a good spot now. Exactly right. And was it the real Notorious B.I.G. or was it one of those like kids pop songs where they like some little band sings Notorious B.I.G.? Have you heard all those yet? All of that. We're we're against (laughs) that. Uh, We we play the Beatles, and uh, yeah, we're we're feel feel like we need. It's our responsibility to at least present proper music to our child. (laughs) Very well done. Thank you. Originals only. We're not going to do knockoffs or covers. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. I mean, I think one of my songs has become a kids pop song. Has so it? don't knock kids pop. <laughs> oh yeah, I can promise you it is. I've listened to the middle numerous times. One of them oh, is. Yeah. It. There it is. Yeah. We just got confirmation. Don't knock on kids pop. Please continue to record our songs, kids pop. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little side plug there in case they're listening. Yeah. In fact, if they want to record Chasing After You, you're fine with that immediately? Uh, you know, that one might be a, a little on the provocative side. Yeah, for I a, think so. Pop record, but I don't know. I don't know how, how like, what the lyrical standards are uh, for those records. like a kid's bop, but obviously made child-friendly. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Is there one of your guys' songs that you would think, is there one of your songs that you think, oh, there's no way Kids Bop could cover that? Um, I mean, I I curse a lot in my songs, so uh, Rich definitely yeah. is a little yeah. explicit on the album, if you've listened to the album version. Uh, yeah, on my first record, there were a ton of swear words, so... Well, yeah, and Ryan, like down to a T, basically still, I'm 50 years old and I still blush every time I hear it. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think through the words on that one. I think that, uh, you know, you'd have to definitely imagine a a separate scenario for to a T. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I I welcome... Kids Bop Spelling Song. There you go. It's dot and T's and, or dot and I's and cross and T's, whatever. Uh, I... (laughs) Whatever. I, I, hey, I welcome it. I'm just saying that, like we, when we're when we're playing music for our kid, we're we're playing the real thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, My yeah, fault. yeah. Right, oh, for yeah. sure. Well, we're we, glad we're glad you guys finally recorded a single together, and that we get to play it on radio. Excited about that. Uh, good luck on the ACMs this weekend. Thanks for carving out a couple of minutes for us. We appreciate it, you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, good to talk to y'all. 